Hello, hello, gossipers. Welcome back to Gossipin'. It's Natalie. I'm Vanessa. It's Jeanette. And it's your girl, Jossie Poo. And you're listening to Gossipin', the podcast where we gossip while we sip. Hello, gossipers. Today, we have another special guest by the name of Wes. And today, we're going to talk to Wes about one of his many activities. But this one piqued my interest. And Wes, I mean, I don't want to spoil it for the guests. I feel like you should probably tell them so I don't, you know, say anything okay. wrong. I want to make sure. Welcome, that Wes. Yes. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. Cheers to Wes. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you yeah. For thanks for coming on. on and, you know, episode. talking about your life and, and things. Yeah. I'm awkward. So <laughs> I'm walking into this one blind. So I'm really excited um okay to hear what you're all about Wes you look like a stand-up guy on the other side of the screen oh I appreciate it yeah <laughs> I, it, that's that's all a facade because when we get into oh, it oh no I'm no, just kidding God. no no just no no it's all <laughs> no it's all it's all real but you know um people just aren't just a, a flat surface it's you know faceted so people have different different sides and the one I'm gonna share with Jocelyn um, I actually don't even know how it came up in conversation. I'm like a really like. Oh, um, I know how it came up. The villages okay, episode. It. We posted something about the older people, the community in Florida that like they have like orgies and you messaged mm-hmm. me something. You're like, oh, I should come on your podcast and talk about it. I was like, wait, no, for real. There you go. You should. So that's why. That's why you're here. Right. Yeah. Like any, so, so, so you're what I came to talk about <laughs> is, uh, is play parties. So if you guys aren't familiar, like with the term, like different type of sex parties, um, whether it be swinging or, you know, some type of like sex club or sex resorts or private parties, orgies, um, cuckold parties like there it, it runs a gambit of different type of Wait, um I have a, my first question Wes I have a question it. as well um what is a cuckold right party? after Joss okay what, what was the first question what is a cuckold party I so, feel like I've seen some cuckold porn but I didn't know that there's cuckold parties sure so it's it's the same thing any play party they're normally going to be themed like oh. sometimes you know, you go into a, a, a sex party that's a swinger party and it's like a toga party, right? Let's just say, let's just make up one, right? So you're all dressed up like Romans and it's a swinger thing. So, you know, keys in a bowl, wives go over here, husbands over here, you mix and match, but it's like, it may be themed in one type of way or another. So normally the 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 theme is normally like a costume, but sometimes the theme is a sexual kink. Right. So like mm. cuckold would be a kink where you would like to watch your um, significant other have sexual intercourse with somebody else that's not you and mix it with a little degradation. Right? Oh, that's lit. OK. Oh, a little okay, degradation. So I, too, I, too, have a question. And I apologize if you were going to get to this um, and maybe I'm jumping the gun here. Nah, just just How- rapid fire questions. Fuck it. How does one go about finding these people? Like, are you on Craigslist? Are you on yeah. Facebook group chats? Like, you know, do you have referrals? Like, how do you find someone that, you know, is like down to do this type of stuff? Because I think in some communities it would be considered taboo, you know? Um, so I just, I don't know. Like, do you go up to people? Do people come up to you? Are you known as the sex <laughs> is party it like a is it like a drug dealer type of situation where they're like, hey, you got a guy? And then like, yeah, but his stuff's real good. Here's his number. Like, how, how do you go about it? Yeah. Um, it, it, it's a mix. It's a mix of all of them. I, I would say that um, in my life, I've been more of like the drug dealer part, like where it's just like you meet somebody and. Do you just you feel create, out the vibes? Yeah, you create you create like a. Uh, it's more about uh, being comfortable around people. It's about, you know, understanding each other's like barriers, understanding each other's like wants, like whether that's like a kink or some type of like respect thing, like boundaries, 
And then once there's an understanding of those things, you trust somebody to like lead you down a rabbit hole type of thing. And um, like some Alice in Wonderland type of shit. Right. So like if I go back super in my past, like and I'm going to try not to um, talk about anybody that you guys know, but um, (laughs) you can you can always give aliases like you can always just be like, oh, my friend Joe. You know, my yeah. friend Anna. We love a we love an alias. Yeah, okay. you could just talk about it. Just give them a different name. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm gonna just keep it super vague. So, um, basically, in my original journey, um, I moved out of my household when I was super young. So, like, I, uh, you know, was in the streets like a little bit. Like, had opportunity to get a little bit of money um, early on. And I moved out and had my own studio apartment when I was 16 years old. And I was like a senior in high school. And uh, all of my friends would want to come over to my apartment and, you know, entertain girls. I would be entertaining girls and stuff like that. And um, my apartment was a studio apartment. Like it was just, it was a studio apartment. And I remember that's when I got into like one of my very first kinks and like, understanding what that meant and like being able to explore with the people that I was being with the women I was being with but also friends who could understand like hey okay we want to like entertain girls we want to do this but there's not enough space for all of us to be able to do the same thing at the same time without somebody having to leave or things like that so my number like one two and three kinks are like exhibitionism voyeurism and group play which is like, I like to watch people have sex. I like to have sex in front of other people. And I like to have sex in a group, right? So like, oh. that was just, you know. I didn't know the, ter- the terminology. So ex, ex- I can't even Exhibitionism. say Exhibitionism. Exhibitionism, mm-hmm. okay, voyeurism. Right. And then and what group, was the- And, and group, group play. Simple, yeah, okay. So, yeah, so exhibitionism um, is, is broken down into like a lot of different other subcategories. Um, but- it's, it's basically doing sexual acts like in front of an audience, right? So like you could like being recorded, you could like having sex in front of people. You like could on even- Like stage? Have, yeah, like a stage okay. or like even like the, the thrill of, of maybe you'll get caught. Like maybe you don't even have to like be in a place where- Oh, that's you fun. Necessarily- so like a public, <laughs> so, the ex- so what can fall under expert? I can't fucking say Exhibition. it. Exhibition. Like an ex- exhibit. Exhibition, exhibition, exhibitionism. Fuck it. I'm not going to say it. X. What falls under that category can include having sex in public places. Correct. Got it. Yep. Okay. Because so there's say, sub, say like it. you mentioned, there's subcategories. Okay. Mm-hmm. On an empty beach in a car or something like that, like that would like definitely well, fall under exhibitionism. Have any of yeah. us fall, any of the people in this group to bring it back to the girls Most uh, West for a little bit? Yes. Has anyone participated in some exhibitions? Yes, yes for sure. I actually, I was telling Natalie last week or two weekends ago, I lost my virginity at a park. <laughs> at a park? Yeah, yeah Jeanette has park. done both of the first two she just needs to like knock off the group play <laughs> off her list so <laughs> that's it for her yeah the group play is just not for me but you know i'm down for watching other people that's fun oh my oh. gosh so do we have experience you like have we could get invited to these parties we're I'm part of the branch people, yeah. but I'm not to it. like i'm not gonna like not do it i mean i've like gone to like burlesque clubs so i guess you're a voyeur i'm a voyeur i love a burlesque club i'm like titties <laughs> <laughs> So, so Wes, these are these are the type of parties that you typically host um, kind of around your domain. Have you ever hosted or been to a party where it wasn't your kink, but maybe you were falling into the trend of the person's party you were going to? Does that question make sense? Yeah, it makes okay. a lot of sense. And, um, you know, I'm uh, so... First off, I, I sent it to Jocelyn, I think, and then I don't know if she spread it with you guys, but I, there's a, like a kink test, right? And you could take you it did. and you can figure out like what you are just like inherently attracted to kink-wise, right? It was very involved, Wes. It is very involved. It actually, it was a long it's, test. 
fast. <laughs> it's very accurate, actually, but it's very involved. I got and, like halfway um, through it and I was like, oh my God, there's so many more questions. No, and she got yeah, too hot and heavy. And it takes, stop it takes like a good No, it minutes. just took forever. No, it takes a good 20 minutes. I was but like, I don't have fucking time for this. <laughs> with, with the test, um, there's there's a category, which I don't necessarily know I agree is a kink or not, but it's like um, experimentalism. And, and what I, I got it. I got to say, like, I'm, I'm down, like, I have hard nose and like, I draw like lines in the sand, which I think is when you have a conversation about sex, it's more important to tell somebody what your, you know, um, boundaries are rather than what you were like, what you're into. Um, I but as long as it doesn't cost any of my boundaries, I'm pretty down for the shits. Like I'm like, whatever, like fuck it. So, so that, yeah, I've been so in you do fall into that category, the experimentalist. Oh yeah, definitely. I tested high on the thing. <laughs> just, I just go to, I just like, go on a scale of one to ten, he was twenty. Uh yeah. So like I, I've been at parties where like um let's say are definitely a kink that I don't and I don't kink shame or anything like that and I don't think that anybody really should like if it's not hurting anybody or not hurting you then you should just kind of like agreed let or if it is hurting them or if it is hurting them and they like it then yeah right exactly (laughs) right so um one of my friends had a uh a kink it's called age play so it's what does that mean it runs the gambit of different type. There's subcategories like everything else, but you like to um, role play with an age demographic that isn't your own, right? So like maybe somebody- Wait, wants- like, like, like those people on TLC that pretend to be babies? Yes. Okay, just making sure. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Or like maybe like you want put a man to in be- a, like- like you, you want to be in a diaper. 50. Yep. You want to be in a diaper. Uh-huh. You want to be in a onesie. You want to like fucking. Uh, you want to have be geriatric. <laughs> be in the nursery. Right. Room. No, no, for real. Sometimes <laughs> it's just an age thing. Sometimes people, they, it's not even that much different. It's like, oh, you know, I'm 25. You're 25. Why do you want me to be 45? I don't understand this, but fuck <laughs> it. Like, let's do it. You know, <laughs> it's lit. That's wild. Yeah. I have a question really quick. Going back to when you were talking about like boundaries and things like that, are there set rules that people have to follow before they go into these type of parties? Like, is it something like where the host, like, these are just like the common house rules or the party rules or are there safe like, words? Yeah. yeah like, are there safe words or is it things where like- just like <laughs> each person goes around and it's like, this is my boundary. Like, how does that work? Yeah. Yes. Are there NDAs? No, I'll just, yeah. So um to be all right so to be clear before you even like go into like a bunch of different other things there are like gambits of like how a play party could get organized and started some are just public places that as long as you know if you're like i one of the original questions is like how do you get into the life and you're like where you're on like these social media groups and whatever whatever once you find yourself in the like sex like or, or kink circle you'll just be invited to stuff it'll be like on some aisles wide shut shit like you'll be like oh there's like there's actually a party in brooklyn this weekend where i got invited to where it's just like you know i'm like oh jocelyn can make my other one so like let's <laughs> let's go to this one but um every the rule <laughs> the rules are different um if if it's the public party nine times out of ten there's not going to be STD testing. There's not going to be um, any type of restrictions of who gets in other than um, they're going to advertise what type of party it is, whether it's straight, whether it's couples only, whether it's, you know, LGBTQ or, you know, if it's themed or something like that. And where would one find like not that I'm looking, but like where like how does one come across like the public parties, if you will? Sure. So every city has them. I mean, New York has hundreds, uh, kinks, dungeons, all types of different stuff. Not the like, dungeon. <laughs> you could. Yeah, my friend works at one of the dungeons. Uh, you can. You just gotta look it up online. Like, it's and not, they don't STD test. No. 
They don't. That's so, insane. So everyone, so I'm assuming everyone has to use a condom then. Yeah, that's a good follow-up question. Like, are, are you required to wear a condom? Like, are women required to be on birth control? Because, like, what if we just pull up and I get pregnant on one of these sex parties? Like, what? how do you know who's the dad? If that's what been, I'm saying. Like, there's that a risk? Yeah. You just, I mean, you just a, gotta risk a, it to get the biscuit? Like, what's the situation? Yeah, pretty much. That's not, if you don't want to get pregnant, you'd be on birth control. Yeah, you wouldn't know who the daddy is. You know, that's that's what a public Yikes. party is about. Think, <laughs> think about think about how you go to a public club, right? Like they may make sure that everybody's of the same age. They may make sure that no guns are in there, but they're not checking people's bank accounts. They're not checking like all that's of a very valid stuff. point. It's like you going know. home with like a one night stand. Right. Yeah. It's not, yeah. it's if it's a public, if it's a public party, um, Though, it's like, like kind of your own risk yeah and so do that's you the reason why parties or do you prefer the private parties yeah i host my own parties that's <laughs> do you prefer I to like, host is that like your favorite thing to do or do you like going to other people's parties i like to go to other people's parties to, but, but to be very clear like in the kink scene it's hard to get a good first off it ain't like it's in the movies right like everybody isn't pretty Everybody isn't handsome. Everybody doesn't have, you know, giant dicks or like perfect tits or Damn, like fat asses <laughs> and all of that stuff, right? Um, you're getting the people who are just comfortable with their own sexuality and that's it. That's, Which is kind of cool, right? Because it's yeah. like, for some people, I feel like it has to be very like empowering. Yeah. Because you're kind of no. like, you just come as you are. Like, this is your kink. This is what you like to do. Like, fuck it. Like I'm here, that's it. Nah, real shit. And that so when I go to other people's parties, um, and to answer your question, I like other people's parties. Oh, wow. Um, hosting parties is difficult because of a number of reasons, which I'll get into later. But um, I like going to other people's parties, and I like bringing an entourage. That's all. So like, just in case, I like to. On average, is it like majority women in your entourage? How many people are you pulling up with in your entourage? And like, what's the rationale to have your own entourage? Sure. So I very rarely have a man in my entourage. Um, I'm, I'm straight, you know, uh, and I don't like if if it's a straight party, it's a moot point anyway. But um, I normally show up with all women because I like colored women and I like people of different ethnicities. And a lot of sex parties are in kink stuff, you know, and just like a lot of, you know, just white white people. And okay. that's not normally my cup of tea. And so, so you bring I, I, your own entourage to kind of like, if you don't see something you like at the party, you have your own. Got it. Okay. Right. Because my, my kinks, my kinks aren't necessarily having sex with new people. Mm-hmm. It's just group play. I just like to be in, in, in the, the mix. environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I, I have a question. Um, sure. When you kind of got into determining like what your kinks were, did you already have an idea before you started going into them or was it something like, oh, you watch people like just do it for the first time and you were like, oh, I'm interested in this. And then, you know, what were sort of your steps? Like, did, did you automatically like those three off the bat? Were there some that you didn't think you were going to like and then you ended up liking them? And then was there something else that maybe you tried that you didn't like? Sure. So, I mean, I'm going to go to like a real, I don't know, you know, what everybody's ages are or whatever, but I'm just going to like speak from my own experience. For whatever reason, when I was in high school, I remember like a big, sexual thing for people to like experiment like was like some shit with food like whipped cream and like mm-hmm. a whole bunch of like weird shit and oh, I remember yes. thinking like oh Hershey's, I'm a freak the Hershey syrup uh-huh <laughs> like yo I'm I'm a freak ass bull like I'm gonna try that no that's a wrap it's like it's not <laughs> so it's not you're a- not into the food play no no I'm not I'm not yeah. it's not it's not a hard no for me like because my um my a uh, litmus test is like Rihanna. Would I let Rihanna pour Hershey syrup on my ass and, and eat it out? Sure, go for it. <laughs> you know, and I would. You love let that. Rihanna eat your ass? 
I get I I would let you eat my ass. Like I, I, <laughs> I like I like that. So yeah. He said he's into that, but he's talking about the food part. Like he's the like, food I part, I'm not into. Just... I yo, I probably wouldn't let like a tender date or like a one night stand talk me into bringing up a can of whipped cream or chocolate syrup into my bed. It's a wrap for that. Like yeah, right. yeah. It's a lot of mess. It's a it's hard cleanup, I bet. Yeah. So let me ask you this because I'm a potster. When has something gone wrong? Because you've been doing this, I want to say at least maybe about 10 years, right? You said you started when you were like 16-ish. So mm-hmm. in your 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. When have you had or have you had multiple situations where you know, you start at a party and you're like, oh, this shit went south or maybe this isn't what I wanted. Has anybody pulled a gun on anybody? Was there any fights? Um, give me the juicy stuff. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's listen, tons of shit goes wrong for sure. Hell yes. Um, Not tons. I think, no, tons. Because, you know, An unfortunately. chlamydia outbreak. <laughs> no, no. Oh, no. He said- All right. All right. So like, let me just say one thing about um, my private parties and private parties that I frequent, um, STD testing is mandatory. You need to have a physical test within two weeks of you coming to the party. Um, so all of these things are things that can be um, implemented in smaller private parties. So I, I said that thing about public parties and not to shit on public parties, but like there's only two clubs in Philly and I've only gone to each of them once. So, um, you know, I don't, that's, you're that's, not, that's not, it's more of like a safety thing. Yeah. You're more right. comfortable in the private setting. Not right it. now, now with a private setting, right. You don't have bouncers. You don't have a whole bunch of like extra barriers to entry. There's not like a, a understanding of like, oh, you're driving to the parking lot and it says, you know, sex club in the front. So sometime, unfortunately, what I get is that Whenever I host a party, the biggest thing that I have a problem with is finding men, like finding either straight men that aren't weird, that will <laughs> are willing to get STD tests. Mm. Um, a lot of times men come to the parties and um, can't perform, which will immediately oh, wow. get you kicked out. And not no, now you're kicking them out for that. Listen, this is, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Let me finish though. This is no, no. Hold on, let me finish though. This is this is understanding of male anatomy though. I give strict directions to anybody who's coming to my party. It's just like yo, you have to be hot and ready. And as a man, like if if you have a sexual encounter that you didn't know about, right? You could not be ready, and that's mm-hmm. that's fine. Um, you can have erectile dysfunction and that also would be fine. But I instruct people like I do tantric meditation. I edge. There's ways to if you understand that you're going to have sex at this date, at this time for you actually to prepare yourself fully for this time. Mm. Um, and the main thing is just not not climaxing within the week of you coming. And that's a requirement for me, for guys. Wow. And so like, wow, that's wild. Because you got to be ready. Do you like, yeah, you have like a bullet, like a bulleted list or like, like, how do you usually submit the, how do you usually submit this? Do you like just text them and be like, hey, like, or is it like No, I normally, so, (laughs) so all right, that's going into a whole nother topic. I'm thinking about logistics. No, sure. We'll we'll go back around to to if anything went south in in a minute. All right. (laughs) All right, let me first, all right, let me just finish this one point about the vetting process. So that goes into the vetting process. When it goes to vetting men, I have to make sure they're not weird. I have to make sure that they can show up. I have to make sure that normally nine times out of 10, like I have, um, I'm, I'm polyamorous. I, like what I have partners that are open to, you know, group sex and stuff like that. So I try to make sure that the men that are coming that, and females, I vet females too. So it's like, Whoever you are, you have to be comfortable in having sex in front of me. That's for sure. If you can't have sex in front of me, you can't come to my party. You know, there are like rare, you know, um, occasions where I just like, don't worry about that and be like, oh, somebody could come just as a voyeur. But nine times out of 10, like my parties, I want everybody to be involved. So I 
in my vetting process, I talk to the guy person to person and say, hey, this is an expectation, um, you know, that you have to be able to perform when you come the first time, right, with me and like our vetting process, I have a woman, I would like you to, you know, have some fun with this girl while I watch, make sure that you could do that. And if you can, then you're invited to the party. And once you get to the party, I'm telling you, bro, if you if you can't do it again, you know, it's, you're it's a wrap. Damn. Yeah. So That's I, wild. I, I have one thing going off of that. So are you, and let's say, I, I don't know nothing. So this is a silly question. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, do you, like, how many times a night or how many times a party do people, like, finish and climax? And then also, are you required to do that in, like, every encounter you have with someone like you both must like finish is that is that that's nah, so cool? so that's that's the other thing so like i'm saying like kick out like this is so harsh but it's like when the sex starts it's actually like very much into the whole party so um most parties even public parties have a very um slow wind up to sex right because like if we're all being honest like and like you could do um movies and you could do you know however much you think about how sex is supposed to go and they're like oh it's for hours and hours and hours like if a party is four hours and it's just like you know you normally have sex for like 25 minutes or whatever the case is it's like well that's not lasting the whole party right so um there's multiple people having sex. There's multiple times people have sex, whether my main issue with people not being able to, um, and men specifically not being able to get hard is because it actually deters women. Like it turns them off. It makes them feel like they're not attractive. Um, again, I, I gotta be clear, like not everybody is, of the most spectacular like we don't have 20 rihannas in here like it's just normal people trying to like you know hey i'm experimenting i'm having a good time you know couples like being like hey i really wanted to be into this and my boyfriend he was apprehensive but he let me come to this party with him and he's having a good time over there with some girl but the guy I'm trying to have a good time with can't well, yeah. get up. Like now I feel like shit or whatever the yeah. case is. And to go back into the original question, that's when you run into problems. <laughs> so, okay, like, but so, so back to that question. What can you give me one or two of like the worst scenarios of like, you thought everything was going great and then done, 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 done. It mm-hmm. doesn't. Sure. So um, a recent party I had, um, I, I thought that it was a mediocre turnout, but everything was going really well. Um, I had a burlesque dancer, um, start us Ooh. up. She was dancing. She was, you know, very fun. We were taking pictures. We had icebreakers, um, and everything was kind of starting to get, you know, like people were starting to have sex. I get a ring at the doorbell and this is like, at a sex party, also, you have to be punctual, right? Because, like, there's no, hey, I'm going to stop and get the door. Oh, like, shit. Hey. I could never be invited. Oh, God, I'm always yeah. late. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be allowed. You're, dead, you're never party. allowed. Or we have to lie to you about the time. Like, yeah. we always do. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> all of you guys were punctual today, so it's all good. <laughs> I get screamed at when I'm not on time. So I've, yeah. I've tried to make it a point to be on time now. <laughs> nah, but there's, there's normally, there's normally, like, a window right so like let's just say i'm saying all right the, the sex party starts at 11 um it's normally 11 to 11 30 show up time after you show up there's normally some type of entertainment like i said we're talking four hours and people are only really having sex for like like let's just say max an hour and a half right like there's still time that you have to like put in and buffer this so it's like a production yes so when people come in you know I, I like to fluff time with costumes and like, you know, like, let's just say, hey, today's a all latex whips and shit. Ooh. Like, okay, let's, let's measure whips. who has the best whip, who can, you know, and then, you know, we do things like icebreakers, put all of your desires in a pot, let's shake them up, read them out loud, like, you know, shit like that, right? To make That's people fun. comfortable, drinking yeah. games, all types of shit before 
anything really goes down. And then normally the, the break in that would be some type of performance. I've had strippers, burlesque dancers. I've had, um, uh, what are they called? Nouveau massages, the oh, naked I've massages, Jones. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever, whatever it is to be like, okay, how, hey, now we're not just playing drinking games. It's like, you can have sex with people. Let's just break this up. If at that time, you know, the guy can't get up and he's not comfortable, then yeah, he has to go. Um, <laughs> so wait, and, what happened when the doorbell rang at your at your other party? Right. So, so during all of this time, it was that time where people were like going out in different rooms, some people in common areas having sex or whatever, having pussy in contests and all types of shit. Right. And I get a, a ring at the doorbell. Ring, ring. It's Domino's. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, so this particular party was actually a lingerie party that I was hosting. And it was a lingerie masquerade. So like you had to be in lingerie and you had to have a mask on. Right. And the people who came to the door, they had pajamas on and a mask on. Right. Oh, hell no. Are they at least like cute pajamas? The girl or like Bell's outlet. The girl was in cute pajamas. The guy was just like in regular schmegular pajamas. And then it had masks on. Obviously, but I I had costumes to go. I have, I always have extra costumes. It's like, hey, you can get changed into this. I have silk robes for guys, like other stuff for girls and shit. Brand new, you can just break it out, boom, put it on. So I wasn't really worried about it. What What I was worried about is that I'm like, hey, I don't know you guys. Like, I don't know who invited you. Oh no. Obviously, like you're at the right place. So I didn't want to like let them stand in my thing forever. So I let them in or whatever. And I asked them a bunch of questions. I figure out who invited them or whatever. And it turns out that they didn't have an STD test. Oh right. So like that's like an automatic, like no. Can't ride the ride. Yep. Right. Um so but I was like down like three guys in the party. Right. And you needed more so, manpower. Yeah, I needed more manpower, at least just the visuals, right? Like cause sometimes that's what it's about. Like some people want to yeah. be lawyers and that's cool. And so I was like, hey, and they were like, man, we're from Jersey. We drove all the way out here. Like, you know, we blah blah oh, blah. Sure. And I'm like, listen, I'm just gonna like pause the party, do a quick pause. And just alert everybody to the fact that y'all aren't tested, right? And then I'm going to let them know that you guys plan on having sex with each other and that y'all could watch. Y'all could be voyeurs. Y'all could have sex with each other. And then y'all can, like, just be in the mix or whatever, right? Oh, that's um, nice of you. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought so. Good um, problem solving. And then that shit just went left. Like, the oh, girl... Oh, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> so, it's so funny. Sometimes, like, men feel like they don't have to fully explain situations and stuff like that to women, I guess. And um, because of that, sometimes there's like always like this weird miscommunication. Um, so even though I was explaining things to a both word, of them at the same A word, a word, Wes. Boom, boom, boom. She was kind of in dismay that all of this shit was going on. And um, the one friend that... I had invited that in in turn invited them, right? But they didn't have a STD test or whatever. Um, she said, hey, I'm going on record that I'm going to have sex with him because <gasps> I know him and, you know, I feel comfortable with him. And I understand if nobody wants to have sex with me anymore because that makes sense or whatever, right? Right. And I'm like, okay, cool. Go have sex with him and her, the other couple that showed up unprotected. If you know them, that's cool. Like, go do your thing or whatever. Um, But when she started having sex with him, the girl that came Damn also, what? she wasn't with that shit. And oh, shit. And was she just jealous? So he, was she jealous or the what? Girl, what was going on? No, I think she was probably like, what the fuck? You invited me to this to this and i feel like from what you said he didn't know she didn't know that they were going to a sex party where they're going to be having sex with a bunch of people right no 
I, I think that 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 was a part of it, or the fact that he could have sex, but she then couldn't go on and like explore her own thing because like oh. she was like I literally like I physically kept them in the room like I'm like hey you guys are in this room you guys are quarantined are you like quarantining them <laughs> yeah. and pandemic I'm like, sex <laughs> yeah I'm like hey y'all can basically have sex in the comment area but y'all not allowed to go upstairs I have like my house is like three levels I have three bedrooms three bathrooms like so it's like it's like a big house or whatever and I'm like, hey, you guys are like in the family room. You guys are just here. And like, you guys can't leave because I don't have time to be like running around telling people. And I was like, yo, on some real shit, like if anybody gets infected or like some shit, like because of some stuff, I, like I'm going to be at y'all. Like I take pictures of IDs. I'm like, yo, oh, I'm like, right. At yeah, because you're like, I mean, but it's a liability is yeah, at you're the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I'm not like, charging though. So it's not it's not a legal liability, but it's a it's a moral liability. You know, hundred percent. I, I, I think that um the, like I said in the beginning, the biggest thing about all of this stuff is boundaries and you know being comfortable and all of this stuff. Like I'm not I'm not willing to like mess up my name because somebody else wants to have fun. That's just silly. You so know, that's so so is that the worst, or has there been any other situations? Mm, I had another one where it's hard to like pinpoint when things like go south. Um, oh wait, I have one. Princess, Prince, come here. Oh, we have another guest. We have another guest. I have mm-hmm. a um, yeah. One of my partners is here. All right, so like I'm gonna just tell the story about one time. We have a guest, and luckily they, there's code names anyway. So um, I I was. I was betting for a sex party and um like I said so when I bet for sex parties you know I, I want to have sex or like see the person have sex or things like this um but my partner at the time um she didn't understand like that what that's what I was doing at the time mm-hmm. right so I said hey you know I met this girl on tinder I'm gonna go meet her and then I'm having this sex party at this date and I'm going to vet her for the sex party or whatever. Right. And everybody that I know has a code to my house. Like I have a code on my door and people just come in and out as they please or whatever. And I was vetting this girl for the sex party and my partner walked in and, you know, she was just not having me with the situation she was oh like i thought she was just going to go talk to her for drinks or whatever the case is oh, and i was like, like vetting betting yeah i'm like, like what the fuck did you think vetting meant like i you know, thought like, you were vetting like getting to know her personality Wait, we also like, don't know what it means being like oh oh no i understood what he said were you no, i thought you were vetting like <laughs> oh, right we're gonna have drinks i'm gonna make sure she's cool oh no i knew what all. you were saying i knew what thank you, you. no thank i you. thought you right. sent so, them a survey monkey and they had to fill it out and then they got back to you and then like you were like my questions have been answered it's that like taking it. a drive no. it's like a test no. run you gotta make so sure you were, so you were so when you had when you vet them right because you met her on tinder i'm assuming you wear protection or you just take their word on the fact that they're like std no. good okay <laughs> no okay if he goes through this whole if he goes through this whole vetting process to get in i don't think he's just gonna be fucking raw from a bitch so 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 you were vetting her aka having sex with her and your partner at the time walked in so she also was unclear on the vetting process she was which i i'm i'm shocked that we had a conversation with i mean they're both my partners now but like they (laughs) like um you know, we had a we had a conversation. Uh, also, I was calling uh, one of our partners down. She was the one who I was vetting, and she was being very, the vetty is in the house. <laughs> yeah, she was being very like you know, um, she was trying to massage the situation. This is the first time of her meeting my other partner, and I'm very like open. I was explaining the whole situation. I'm talking about my partner. I'm saying like, hey, boom, boom, boom. So when she came in, it's so funny, like the vet E, how you want to say it? Like she thought that, <laughs> oh, she just coming to join the festivities. Like, yeah. or whatever. Oh my and God. She, 
and so like I have a lot of um a lot of instruments here toys all types of shit right some crazy shit that you probably never seen like wow in this my wall um i have like i've been like, so fascinated last i know this is if, so if you think we're quiet it's because i think we're all fascinated yeah like I, for listen sure. i have no, that's all good. questions yeah, Jeanette always yeah, well, keep the questions coming. Yeah, so so we'll here's wait. my here's my other question, and thank you so much for sharing. Wait, wait, wait! I wanted to go back to what you were saying. Like, I, I don't know if you finished everything from that story. So, like, did did it have to be just like a conversation then with the two of them, and then everyone sort of got on board, and then it like immediately became a situation with like both of them becoming your partners after that whole experience? Um, no, I don't just let people into my life necessarily just on some like sexual experience type stuff um the vet e became my partner after a while because of just the way that she handles the world as a whole like i'm polyamorous you know so i'm i'm open to a whole bunch of different bonds and i just let bonds you know mature at their own rate and everything like that and we thought that it's important to differentiate friendship or casuality like sex or whatever and like the bond that we was creating was just like past that so that's how that bond matured into that as far as the um misunderstanding about vetting <laughs> i mean my other partner was just like wrong so like i don't i don't know like i don't know she was <laughs> i just, mean i would have been fucking wrong too i was like wow they went out to drinks he got to know her that's how he vetted her and you're like, nah, I was vetting, vetted. Like, yeah, wait, so you... if it's bad, are you like, no, you're not in? You're out. What you mean? <laughs> like, like, if, if the sex is bad. Yeah. No. Okay. No. Still be as, long, as, long, as long as you're not shy. Oh, okay. In. Oh, so you're sort of testing, like, how far they'll go or, like, what they'll do? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. So, awesome. like, you're not... <laughs> it, yeah, like, you're not... if. If, you know, like, all right, let's just say it's like a, a tender situation or like I meet somebody at a bar. If you're not having sex with the lights on, that if like, you know. Yes, let's go through your vetting checklist. Yeah. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I mean, I try, like, I try to push the envelope a lot, a lot of ways. Oh, God. <laughs> How? There's, How? there's no real answer. Cause I, I continuously push the envelope too. Like I just, we like, know. It, but what are your like top five vetting? Sorry, Jeanette. I know you have a question. No, but, like, what fine. are your, what are your top like five vetting tactics, if you will? I mean, I try to get into, if I'm vetting for a sex party, like I'm like, hey, am I going to invite this girl or woman yeah. to my sex party? Right. Yeah. Probably exhibitionism is the first thing I need to understand if that's one of your kinks. If we met out at a bar, you know, and we're like really hitting it off, um, like really, really hitting it off. I might ask you to like do something sexual at the bar, like whether it's just like oh, that's fun. <laughs> that's kind of hot. Or like hot. you know, like something, something, right? Um, that if one. we get. If we get back to my house, like definitely like I would take pause to somebody that's trying to turn off all lights and stuff like that. Mm. Um, shy mannerisms when they're unclothing, um, things like that are like. So confidence not, is key. Yeah, confidence. It's not red flags because like I think that all of those things, um, depending on what their kinks are, because some people's kinks are like being um championed by somebody else like or or just degraded into it right like some that's some people's kinks like I need somebody to tell me to do it like I will get on the floor and eat like whatever you tell me to as long as somebody tells me to do it like you have there's a balance of like figuring out like what people's kinks are um what's another one though like I mean recording is a big one like I'm always one to announce recordings i have like thousands of recordings on my phone and computers and hard drives do you ever do you ever upload those (laughs) like do you put those on like pornhub or anything no okay no not that i'm like going out looking for them but i'm just wondering i'm open to protecting these people yeah Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, uh, the people that I record with, um, very rarely, but they do sometimes, like give me the okay to like upload it on, you know, any type of media platform. Um, one of the original questions is like, well, how do you like find people or whatever the case is? And you're like Craigslist, which I think is funny, but it's on the same level of like Reddit, which um, that's really? a big one for sex. Yeah. I did not think stuff. of that. That makes so much sense, mm-hmm. though. You would just well, start like Reddit, a chain, right? Yeah. Well, Reddit, you have to actually play with your settings a whole bunch to even get to that part. Like oh, you have wow. to like do like not suitable for work. Then you have to like put your adult settings all the way to the highest. And then you have to like go into your email and verify it and shit. Like you have to do all of this stuff to even wow. be able to see the stuff. But Reddit That's is probably really worse than Craigslist like ever was. Like it's like you could you find anything on Reddit. Like, like oh my God, you are it's like the dark web. He's literally yeah. on the dark mm-hmm. web. Without being yeah. on the dark web. The sex okay, web. Jeanette, ask your question because I know it's burning. And I also want to know the answer to her question. Oh, yes. Okay. So I just wanted to get, I guess, like an insider scoop on I've never actually met someone in person. Well, not really in person, but like virtually, I guess, um, that is in a polyamorous relationship. So could you give us like the inside scoop? Like, what is it like? You mentioned that you currently have two partners. Have you ever had more than two partners? Have I know you mentioned you're also straight, but when I say partners, I mean, obviously that could be men, women, whatever uh, at that time. So um, how does that how does that dynamic work? And I, do they both currently live with you? How are the living situations? Is it like sister wife energy where they each have their own room or like, I'm just curious. I just want to know like more about your day to day with your partners and like how that all functions. Sure. I mean, that could be its own pie. If y'all can make a whole <laughs> thing about it because this is true. you know, there's other than, so I'm polyamorous, but obviously that falls under the tree of ethically non-monogamous um so other than monogamy there's so many type of different ways to create bonds with people to create you know love and compassion or whatever the case is um for me my current situation is a um hierarchy polyamorous um relationship which means that um I'm dating and in a relationship with two women, um, both of which are free to date other people and have sex with other people, um, as am I. Um, And the hierarchy comes into the the play where I have one, which is my primary partner, which um, lives very close to me. You asked about living situations. So all of us live independently from each other. I own okay. my house. I, I do real estate in Philadelphia. So I own a number of properties here, but um, I own the house that I live in. My primary partner owns the house that she lives in. Um, there, We live on the same block. <laughs> so, oh, that's nice. Um, you know, that's awesome. I'm over there every day. I just came from her house to come over here. Um, and my secondary partner not secondary in love or admiration or anything like that what they call in like polyamory it's like more of a comment and the reason why they say that like they we have like different terms in the polyamorous community with like anchor or comment and it's like there's different ways that somebody could come into your life and a comment is normally a person who like has all of the feelings behind it right like you have all of the admiration all of the love all of the like you know they fit into your life perfectly but for whatever reason they can only come into your life at spurts right like whether it's long distance whether it's you know because of some type of like um pre-existing like condition to their life like a child or like an elderly parent or some type of like overarching theme of why you guys can't be together um the thing I love about polyamory is that there's no excuse 
to stop loving somebody, right? Like you just continue to love, like, you know, what is the, the one book with Gustavo when he turned into the horse? The, what is this? The, um, Narnia? No. <laughs> and spirit when he turns, their spirit is about a horse. A man no, turns hold into on, a horse. No, hold on, hold on. The, the Rock of Gibraltar. And it's like, uh, uh, yeah. oh yeah, it's like the whole premise of the story was like, <laughs> They couldn't, or like, let me just say Romeo and Juliet, right? Like the whole premise of the story is like, they couldn't be together because of family beefs and all of this other weird shit. It's like, when you're in polyamory, it's like, oh, I'll be with Juliet. And, you know, when Juliet's not around, I'll be with this other person. And Juliet could be with the person who her family feels like is for them. But yeah. our love doesn't have to stop because where you know it's inconvenient or anything like that so it's just it's just a continuum to love and outside kind of, of that it's kind of beautiful yeah I like that that's so pretty like, and just like really quick idea. so are your two other partners and they're not together then right like they both are independent and yeah we have we have a we have a v relationship so yeah some people are a triad which are like a triangle we're mm-hmm. just like a v so oh, okay. um you know, they, they, we all chill out. So um, my one partner, my common partner is actually staying with me for right now. And like I said, my, my primary partner lives like less than a block away. So, um, you know, we're in here playing like, you know, card games and shit, like just relaxing, just having a good time. And, uh, but at the end of the day, I'm still with my primary partner, the primary part of the situation. So so what do you do if you say like want to get married like do you marry your primary and then do you just like do you still have that like polyamorous relationship like is that a thing in the community Mm -hmm. yeah it's definitely a thing I mean most polyamorous relationships especially because it's still new um as far as like society is concerned Mm -hmm. uh it actually normally happens after a long-term failed monogamous situation and that's not normally how the community likes it to be but that's just the facts of the situation sometimes like people like really love each other but they realize that the idealism that they're holding that somebody is a possession that I have to say hey you can't do or like this and that they stop seeing the appeal in that like hey Mm -hmm. why am I stopping you know Jocelyn from being really good friends intimate friends even like loving friends with somebody that you know shares this same interest with her or whatever Mm -hmm. right like I have interests like we talked about all pod about you know the sex parties and stuff but I'm in a whole bunch of video games anime art like I used to paint murals all around Philly like and all types of stuff and like my comic partner she's an artist too and my primary partner isn't an artist right Mm -hmm. like and um so there's like interest that you can share with your comment comment sure but but yeah but more than interest like I love art like it's not just interest like it's like if I had to it's a passion yeah right if I had to pick art or sex parties I'm picking art so do you ever get tired I feel like okay. He so just like, got I, super deep, and Jeanette's I, like, "Are you not no, tired?" I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was listening, but like, I'm trying to put as I'm listening. I'm active listening. I'm trying to put myself in your shoes, right? Mm-hmm. And I have one partner, and like at the end, like I'm just sometimes I just don't even want to like deal with myself. I don't want to deal with somebody else, and so now I'm thinking, wow, like you not I, deal with is probably the wrong way to put it, but you interact with and give. Cause you're giving your time, energy, emotions, feelings, thoughts to, you know, two separate human beings. And maybe it's my vision. Maybe I'm not seeing it in the way that you are. So I guess that's why I'd like to know, like, how do you manage that time? And are like, are you tired? I feel like I would be tired. <laughs> oh, it's so fun. funny. Like I follow a lot of people who are like polyamorous, like on social media and stuff like that. And so like my algorithm is probably way different from y'all's, but like some of the memes that <laughs> I get, just, is just like, it's like a, a common meme is like polyamorous people are really just people with a scheduling kink and shit like this. Like, <laughs> like, hey, we like 
love to share Google calendars and all types of shit. So, I mean, my main thing would be that if you're in a triad, right? Like, and I get, I get what you're saying. Um, being somebody else's um, well to pull from is exhausting sometimes. Like if you're somebody's um, joyous, like you're somebody's, you know, inspiration or like whatever, it's hard to maintain that, to maintain your life and everything like that. What if they were like, had two wells, right? Like, and you're there and somebody else is there. Like it's easier to maintain what you're trying to go through. And I could, I could really like use it as an example for me and not that um, my partners have this yet, but um, it's about building a village sometimes. Like uh, none of my partner, all of my partners are independent, right? They're like super independent, but I'm not outside of the realm of having some type of codependency either right? If somebody was codependent upon me, though, I would be open for them to be mutually codependent on some other nigga. Like, it's like, yo, like, yo, like, if we're, <laughs> if we're all, listen, if we're all paying for this person's, like, room, board, nails, food, whatever it was that we're paying for, like, yo, let's split the bill, nigga. Like, come on, let's go. Like, whatever. Yeah. Like, that's, like, more pressure off of my plate because I'm trying to build property i'm trying to buy houses i'm trying to like live be financially independent so yeah makes sense this is so this is so eye-opening yeah yeah i'm quiet and i'm never this quiet i'm just like so like just absorbing all this information i know i feel like it's a lot of information to take in as well as I feel like we could have a whole nother episode we may have to have you back Wes yeah this is we could have a whole nother episode just on like polygamy and like the community around it because I never polyamory it's polyamory because polygamy is when you're married to sorry sorry thank you for correcting me again these are things that I don't know so like being in polyamorous relationships the community around it like the mindset behind it Cut it, cut it now and do part two right now. I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm off. No, I actually really have to pee. So we can't, but <laughs> I've okay. had a lot of water today. But no, this has been great. I hope the ladies enjoyed this as much as I have. This was, yeah, I feel yeah, like awesome. you've lived quite the life. I feel we've had, and honestly, you should listen to some of our episodes. Um, but we've had a topic, or yeah, I think last season we talked, or one of the seasons, we talked about like who we thought the kinkiest was out of each of us mm-hmm. and like we rated ourselves. And I think Joss and I were pretty high on that list, but I think you literally would blow all of us out of the water. I am yeah. so not kinky now. <laughs> because I'm really kinky. not that kinky. I'm really Oh, not. spoiler alert. I'm pretty much a nut. Yeah, Natalie. <laughs> Natalie is probably shooketh. Like, you know, but, but right I now. support it. I'm like, ah, take, like- the, take the test. Take the test. Can you send Honestly, us a link to this? I would love to see the, the test. Yeah, Wes, send it to me again and I'll send it to the girls. I sent it to them and I was like, you should take it, but right, maybe we'll you. take it on an episode. Yeah. <laughs> we'll spend the question. Part two. Yeah, yeah, this was fascinating. We will most definitely have you back on the podcast. And okay, you know what? If you'd it. like to bring one of one or two or all of your partners, um, that would even be very interesting. Yeah to get a woman's point of view in, in the relationship or in the okay. mindset, I guess. Of course. Well, yeah, I'm down. This has been amazing. Thank you so much for coming on our podcast. Yes, yes thank, thank you for you sharing. Thanks for having me. I we hope you had some type of fun. <laughs> yeah, I had, a, I had a blast. And you're educating our listeners, so. Yes. Because I learned a lot. Yeah, I don't know about y'all. But I was like, I don't, I was like <laughs> the kids are gonna learn today. They're gonna play the episode and be like, "What? What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. So. Maybe not the kids. Maybe like eighteen and up. We put like a warning. Right, label. right. Well, the kids, you know, the younger. I don't think we younger, have too many generation. like younger than eighteen year olds listening to us. Yeah, so. no, thank no. God. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be 28, so I feel like the kids. If someone's 18, that's a child to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like literally. younger. I don't know. No, but thank you so much for coming. Yeah, on. thanks again. Of course. Yeah, call me back anytime. I will. I will be. Hey, keep enjoying those parties. Have fun. (laughs) All right.
Thank you so much, gossipers, for listening to another episode of Gossipin', the podcast where we gossip while we sip. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Gossipin' Podcast and tune into new episodes or binge old ones on Apple and Spotify, as well as wherever you listen to podcasts, we're there. We'll see you next week, bitches. Ciao. Bye. 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 See ya.